Welcome to New York Currents. I'm David Glenn. I would like to share with you some excerpts from a fascinating chapter of an already fascinating new book, ABCs of Torah and Science, by Rabbi Dr. Chaim Presby. We know that the light is a fundamental element of both the Torah and the universe. So Rabbi Dr. Presby writes, From both a Torah and scientific perspective, light is filled with mystery. One of the most familiar verses, of course, of the Torah states, God said, let there be light, and there was light. But what is this light? Actually, one of the meanings of the word Torah is derived from the word aura, or light. The Torah is the source of spiritual illumination in our lives and in the world. David HaMelech said, for with you, referring to God, for with you is the source of life. By your light shall we see light. We all desire to view the world from God's perspective as revealed by the Torah. Now, on an even deeper level, the spiritual light of Torah provides this spiritual source of the physical light of the sun and all the galaxies and the trillions of stars of the entire universe. The illumination of Torah and its teachings are also meant for the world as a whole. Our prophets, describing the task of the Jewish people, defined that task as a mission to the nations of the world. Yeshua Yelahu proclaims that the Jewish people are to be a light unto the nations, acting as a guide to help them recognize God and bring about the goal whereby, quote, the world will be filled with the knowledge of God as waters cover the seas. Now, from a scientific perspective, light is electromagnetic radiation that can be detected by the human eye. Electromagnetic radiation is the flow of energy throughout the universe and takes the form of electric and magnetic fields, which are linked with each other at right angles, and perpendicular to the direction of their travel. Electromagnetic radiation occurs over an extremely wide range of wavelengths, from gamma rays with wavelengths less than an infinitesimal fraction, 1 over 10 to the 11th power of a meter, to radio waves which are measured in whole meters. Within that broad spectrum, the wavelengths visible to humans occupy a very narrow band from about 700 nanometers, which are billionths of a meter, for red light, down even lower to about 400 nanometers for violet light. Now, light with wavelengths slightly longer than the red light we see is called infrared. Light with wavelengths slightly shorter than violet is called ultraviolet. Now, the speed of light in a vacuum is a fundamental physical constant of the universe and is about 300,000 kilometers or 186,000 miles per second. In one second, light can circle 
the entire planet Earth about seven and a half times. For centuries, scientists have been trying to determine the fundamental form of light as it travels from a light source to our eyes. Some thought it traveled in the form of waves, while others imagine light as a stream of particles. Now, the wave nature of light was clearly demonstrated with the famous double-slit experiment of Thomas Young. He observed that if light is beamed onto a screen through a board that has a thin vertical slit in it, the screen will display a blob of light. If, however, the light is beamed at a board that has two slits, the screen displays alternating stripes of light and dark, and not, as you would expect, two bright vertical lines. When the light passes through the slits, it behaves in the same way that water waves do when they pass through a narrow opening. They diffract and spread out in the form of ripples, where the light ripples from the two slits hit each other out of phase, they cancel out, forming dark bars. Where the ripples hit each other in phase, they combine to form bright lines. This is compelling evidence of the wave nature of light, similar to when you would throw a pebble into a pond. But then Einstein entered the scene with an explanation of something called the photoelectric effect, which, just as compellingly, showed light to behave as a particle. He found that a piece of metal becomes positively charged when it is bathed in visible or ultraviolet light. The atoms in the metal were losing negatively charged electrons. The light delivered enough energy to free some of those electrons, but the electrons could be made to carry more energy simply by changing the color or the wavelength of the light. Electrons released by violet light carried more energy than electrons released by red light. And surprisingly, for a given wavelength, the energy of electrons released was independent of the intensity of the light. To explain this effect, Einstein suggested that light is carried in tiny quantum packets, which he called photons. And the energy of the packet is released, is related to the wavelength of the light. The shorter the wavelength, the more energy it carries. So, violet light packets or photons with a relatively short wavelength carry more energy than red light photons with longer wavelengths. This also explained why simply increasing the brightness of the light did not result in increased electron energy. A brighter light source delivers more light packets or photons to the metal but does not change the amount of energy that each light packet contains. Visible light is carried by photons, and so are other forms of electromagnetic radiation like X-rays, microwaves, radio waves. 
Einstein's findings provided strong evidence that light acts like a particle. So which is it? Is light a wave or a particle, or could it be both? But how could that be? When God said, let there be light, what physical form did it take? Well, the paradox of light is a reflection of a fundamental Torah truth. The Talmud states, Rav, he, the, the Talmud gives an example of Rav Abba said that he said in the name of Shmuel that they debate that uh, for three years the base Shammai and base Hillel debated each other. They said that the Halakha follows this view while uh, the Halakha follows that view. They insisted each view, that their own view, was correct. How was this reconciled? Well, it was stated that these and those, in other words, both views, are the views of God. Yes, conflicting ideas can be simultaneously true when they are the words of God. Light can be both a wave, and a particle. Thank you for listening to New York Currents. We'd like to hear from you. If you'd like to suggest a future topic or interview and or tell us uh, what you think of New York Currents, call us at 917-755-6971 or at email at nycurrents at gmail.com. That's N-Y-C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S at gmail.com.